Welcome to Hustle & Pro. I'm your host, Kelly Walker. Today we are recording from Toyota Stadium and we are talking to FC Dallas's Colin Smith. We talk about his path to the pro career and what's next for Colin. So if you aren't subscribed, go ahead and subscribe on YouTube so you'll get notifications when new episodes post and follow us on Instagram at hustle underscore and underscore pro. Let's start the show. Today we're here with Colin Smith. You're in the FC Dallas system. So first of all, thank you for taking time to sit down with us. No problem. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm anxious to talk to you. So I want to kind of talk about a couple types of things. Like one is like your journey to here. And then the more is also like what's your goals and how do you, where do you go from here in this part of your career? Cause we're still early on. You're still, still young, but I'm also fascinated by things that you've done until this point. So, um, icebreaker. Who are your favorite players as you're growing up? Favorite players? Uh, I'd have to say uh, like Neymar. I watched him a lot because of his skills and everything. Messi and Ronaldo. Those are the three. I, yeah. I just love to watch those guys. Forwards, they were electrifying to watch. They had speed. They were able to dribble. They had a lot of skill moves and everything. So growing up, I kind of wanted to be like those okay, two. Okay, so three forwards, but you're not a forward, right? Anymore? No, okay. I'm not anymore. <laughs> Are you right back? Is that yes, okay? So right back. it's funny, and you name those guys. Like, there's so much right now. Mm -hmm. Like as we sit here today, kind of like drama with some of those guys, like Ronaldo yeah. especially, and yeah. um, who's playing where, and if, for and sure. when, and for how much longer, and all mm -hmm. that good stuff. So um, those are really fun guys to watch. All of them, big names. Um, any right backs that you, even now, as that is your your position, like who mm -hmm. who do you admire as a right back? I admire Reggie Cannon a lot. I, I love to watch him. I love to watch uh, Ryan Reynolds as well. And then kind of whenever you look to Europe, I like Kyle Walker and uh, Hakimi. I kind of like those guys. But Reggie Cannon was like my first official right back that I liked to watch. And then I moved on to uh, Ryan Reynolds. And now I kind of try to balance both of those. Games. Full disclosure, Reggie is one of my favorite interviews. <laughs> I, I really like Reggie. Um, he's like one of our, he's, our family he's favorites. Yeah, he's yeah. amazing. Um, so that's a great one, another great one. Okay, so let's see. The last, what, four or five years you've been FC Dallas system or so? So kind of in your own words, tell me what that looks like. Like what, what was that journey like coming in and, and where you've played and stuff? Yeah, so I came in as uh, I believe 14 years old, coming in from Solar to FC Dallas, making that jump. It was a huge jump. It's, I would say it's a jump that it really, it was very beneficial for me. And so it's just playing up that first year was huge like just learning from the guys that were older than me and then kind of playing up to speed kind of learning a different kind of playing style let's say because i didn't really have any of that uh growing up with the, some of the older teams i had it was just it's just very different playing styles i would say so yeah just coming here to fc dallas is a whole different playing style and then just the pathway from the academy to north texas to first team just really the development, it, it really, you have to achieve one level to get to the next. And so I feel like FC Dallas does a great job of really putting you through just like the stress and lessons and just everything you need in order to be a professional. And so that's where I feel like uh, I'm on the first team today. Yeah, so when you talk about 14 and you're leaving a club that you play for and that you really can't mimic this same pro atmosphere, right? Uh, when you're, you, you think you probably are, right? When you're mm -hmm. 13, 12, whatever. Yeah. Cause you got the cool gear and you're doing yeah, exactly. it. But, um, so how do you know, like you and your family, how do you know when it's time to make the leap? Did the, were you at a certain point? Like, are you, okay, I'm gonna go do tryouts or are they coming to you? Like, how do you get to that point? 
So I, I actually played basketball and soccer all the way up until uh, my freshman year in, in high school. And so it was kind of tough for me to uh, decide when to make my make the jump for myself because yeah. I love both sports so much. Okay. And so you say I kinda, basketball and soccer? Yes. Okay. And so I, um, I actually talked to my parents a lot about just all these decisions and everything. Then when it comes down to it, it's my decision, but they, they help me a lot. They see my play and then of course the coaches, they see the way I play and just whenever it's time, I feel like they have the best idea of when it's time. And then I'm open to uh, jump into the next level because it just, wherever, whichever sport it is, it really helps your development if you take that extra jump. Because yeah. like I said, the speed of play is different. The physicality is different. And I feel like that applies to a lot of sports. So. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But then it doesn't leave, you know, time for the other things. You yeah. had to say goodbye to basketball at that point. Yes. Okay. You get to still play a little for fun. Here and there, <laughs> I try to. I try to. So when you go make that jump, was your um, like process smooth? Like, do you make do you make academy tryouts first time around, or do you have to struggle at all through all that? I would say so. It was, I would say a little bit of both actually, because Solar ends up playing FC Dallas in kind of the league games. Yeah. So all of the staff or just whoever it is at the time that's at the game will be able to watch the game and see which players, and they're always looking which players they can bring in for the teams and everything so luckily uh, I was they saw my talent and I was able to come over and then I kind of went through that whole process of like you said the struggle and then my first year playing with those older guys it was just so new to me playing with the older guys and how serious it was with FC Dallas and everything especially um, and so it was just that was kind of my struggle my struggle time right there whenever I first came and then just getting acclimated to kind of what FC Dallas asked of you here yeah you talk about older guys so when you're first thrown in here or, or getting into the group here, um, is there no more of like your age group thing? I thought with academy players, at least you stick with your with your age. Yeah. Or are y'all like are there moments and times when you are training and like intermingling with all different levels of guys? Yeah, it's all different levels. A lot of the time guys are coming into their age group, but just once again, if the coaches feel like they can kind of accelerate your development, then they may want to boost you up to the next level. So I came in and I actually went straight up to the U-17s as a 14 or 15 year old. And so that's why it was kind of wow. just amazing to me how quickly I developed. And then especially um, I played, whenever we played solo for the first time, it's my former team and I'm playing up and everything. And in the game, I felt like I was moving quicker, making better passes, making better movements, just things like that. So I was pretty, I was pretty happy whenever I saw that development that quickly. That, that's like an instant, well not instant gratification, mm -hmm. but you just sort of already see the work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so then um, after Academy, first of all, when you're at Academy, you talked about your freshman year of high school. Were you here in Frisco already? Yes. Okay, where'd you go to school? I went to, let's see, from elementary Nichols and Sparks. Oh yeah, okay. And then Pioneer Heritage for middle school. Yeah. And then I joined FC Dallas, and so I would have been going to uh, Reedy, Reedy, but then I, I decided to go to Lone Star with a lot more of my FC Dallas teammates. Yeah, so I figured that's where academy players are. I didn't know if there was like a choice. Yeah. You can, I figured you had to funnel into the, mm -hmm. the Lone Star program it's, there. It's, so. I feel like it's the easiest, okay, the easiest so thing We're probably do. neighbors, because I'm Reedy parent. Oh, really? Yeah, my daughter's a junior at Reedy, so <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah, we're probably neighbors. Um, that's funny. So, okay, so you um, fast forward, you signed pro contract. I think you were sitting in that chair. Yes, I was. I was. Same room, same chair. chair. Yep. So, yeah, what do you remember from that day? How many years ago was it? 
it was last year in april yeah. actually okay and so uh it feels like time's actually gone by super super fast but just that day just before i was super nervous to kind of yeah i guess because i was just signed professionally and it's just a huge achievement and so I was and super you're meeting excited. the owners i mean yes. had you already met the hunts before yes yeah. I have. Okay, okay. here and there yeah they do a good job of being able to just kind of talk to the the kids going through their uh program yeah. and everything That's good. so yeah, I just I just came here. I didn't really know what to expect because I, it's not like I've signed professionally anywhere else. So sure. it was just different, but it was a huge day for me. Um, just it was super cool being able to just look back on all like I guess levels I had achieved, and then be able to speak on those and really show how much they meant to me, and then show how much my family means to me and how much they've helped in my kind of process to becoming a professional as well. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's only one time you do that. Mm -hmm. The first time you exactly. sign a pro contract is the first time. That's yeah. awesome. So, um, forget it. like, you're, were you 17, 18? Yes. How old are you now? 18. 18, okay. So yes. you're 17 year old signing. And I mean, do you even remember like, what, what do you do after that? You go back to school or <laughs> how do you continue on with your day as a 17 year old who yeah, just signs I, a pro contract? I believe at that time I was doing online, but I was ah. still, um, obviously people were still kind of contacting me through message or whatever social media app it is and so it was just it was just crazy to see how many um people kind of were in my like in life corner. up until yeah. yeah up until the signing day and seeing how many like i said people i've just had interacted with and how many people were there like whenever i just started and maybe they by bypassed me at one point or i bypassed them mm -hmm. it was just crazy seeing those uh kind of like i said just the levels through my life that yeah. i had slowly but surely kind of gotten past yeah i remember interviewing edwin surio when he first signed his contract it was shortly after we're from the same small town waco mm -hmm. and so i was yeah. like i want to talk to him and it was funny because the timing worked out to where mm -hmm. the day that we uh, did this recording, he was getting the keys to his first apartment oh, or something. Man. I was like, this is so cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's really it's cool. just a cool, I mean, I'm an old lady, so like, I don't, I don't have that life anymore, but it's just cool to, to watch you guys experience those big mm -hmm. milestone moments that like shape the rest of your life and career. I agree. Um, okay, so um, I'm gonna take a quick break. And we'll come back. I want to fast forward to now, like playing this season as we wrap up and then what's next for you, okay? Nice. This episode is brought to you by The Pit, performance indoor training. The Pit has three training and entertainment complexes in the DFW area that offer both indoor and outdoor elite soccer training. The Pit offers league play for co-ed, youth, and adult leagues. And for training, the Junior Academy is for ages two through six, plus the Pit Soccer Academy for ages five plus and goalkeeper training is offered as well. To learn more about the pit Frisco, Plano, or Roanoke, head to performanceindoortraining.com. All right, we're back with Colin Smith. Okay, so you are wrapping up a season with um, NTSC. Is that, yes. you'd say you play that whole, this whole season with NTSC, yeah? Yes. So tell me how that season was for you. It's been, it's been pretty cool. It was a, it's a new experience because we actually got a new head coach at the beginning of the year. And so Pama Duka and just working with him this year, I've seen a lot of kind of development and, and I didn't really, I, I didn't think that I could hit certain areas that I've hit this year. Well, I wouldn't say I didn't think I could, but I didn't even like, I couldn't imagine that at first from where I was and I didn't think it was going to happen as quick as it did. And so just now, just going off the development and the leadership and everything he's shown me and especially my teammates, I feel like we've gone a long way this year. And so we're just hoping to kind of finish it out with a championship. 
Do you think having exposure to different coaches um, does that, exactly what you just said? I mean, do you think there's a chance, no matter how good the coach is before, right, that if there isn't somebody else that sees a different perspective or something else in you or whatever, or gives a different chance or something, changes something about it, there's a chance that you might miss that extra piece mm -hmm. that you didn't know could have been there. I would, I would say so because um, I would say Pa, he has a lot of faith in me and he has a lot of belief in me to kind of go out on the field and perform and then be a leader on and off the field. He teaches a lot of life lessons on and off the field. He's told me a lot about his career, kind of what it takes to be a professional, what it takes to be a professional at the next level, just all those things. So I feel like sometimes just knowing as many people as possible and kind of get grabbing little like informative informative things from uh, this person here, yeah. maybe this person there, it, it helps a lot in the long run. I mean, I would guess that you've grabbed things from, like you were Lucci through yes. Academy, yeah? So, yes. I love Lucci, so you probably, can you think of anything you grabbed from Lucci or uh, did Coach Eric Quill coach you? Yes. So, Gosh, like, yeah. can you think of just like a, a thing that you do think you'll take with you into, you know, the next phase of your mm -hmm. career from those past coaches? Yeah, Lucci, he, there was a quote that he would always kind of say to me, uh, his own quote, he would say a lot, embrace the stress. And so I've kind of, every level that I've gotten to, kind of whenever I maybe see the ceiling above me or kind of creeping down on me, then I kind of think like embrace the stress, you can you can break through it. Like now it's just, it's just a little setback right now, but you can keep on going. And then Eric. Um, That's awesome, by the way. Yeah. Like that, it I love sounds that very simple, but, but it, it's a lot. I the like life that. you have, like, um, you have a lot of non-stress time too, but mm -hmm. like, you have to embrace what you're purposefully putting yourself yep. through is a stressful thing. It's yep. competition, right? And yep. pushing yourself personally to limits. And so that's a really good piece of advice. It's a good, good coach quote. Yep. Love it. And yeah. so just, I had heard it from the academy. And then whenever I went to the first, uh, first team preseason with him, there was a moment in there where he told me again, hey, you have to embrace the stress. And so just brought back all the memories and just once again, it kind of motivated me to keep pushing. And then with Eric, just um, he's a competitive guy as well. And so he just really brought out a lot of hunger inside that maybe some players didn't think they would have mm -hmm. without him. And so a lot of the hunger uh, and just kind of seeing how bad you really need to want it from time to time, that's what you need to see. And so I feel like he did a great job of that. And then Pa just, there, there's a lot of lessons he's taught me. I can't even name <laughs> you get, one. You get a big smile because yeah. you're, you know, you're with him right now. I love yeah. that. I think there's something to be said for, like, when you look at lifelong coaches, you know, careers mm -hmm. with players also in the bonds and the yeah. different things that you form. But um, the changing it up, which happens, it's going to happen, especially exactly. at your level. Um, you can really take some positives away from that too. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then going forward, you talk about wanting to win, keep winning with really with this bad. current season, yeah. but then. What kind of goals are you looking at for yourself? Um, not team goals, mm -hmm. but like season's over, rolling into next year, like anything you want to do off season wise to improve your, your place yourself. Mm -hmm. And then what are you looking at going forward? Just in the off season, I just want to work on kind of, kind of the typical things. I want to work on obviously getting stronger, working on my stamina so then I can make sure I go into this next preseason prepared to kind of take that next jump. And so that's that's really all I'm kind of focused on. Yeah. Uh, kind of once the season ends, that's what I'm going to be focusing on. Is is your expectation to be playing with the first team in March, February, whenever? I would starts? I would love for that to happen, but I'm not really um, like focused on just 
first team only. It's just the main thing for me is development. So once again, first team is a goal and that's where I believe I can see myself. Sure. But um, I'm kind of open to both. I'm kind of bo- open to um, North Texas first team, maybe even elsewhere. Just I guess time will tell. Just yeah. whatever whatever kind of comes up, I'm just going to be open to it. And as time long as it tell. helps me develop. Then, yeah. And some of it is, um, well, a lot of this stuff is out of your control, right? Mm-hmm. When you look at 18 man rosters and your position and who's where and how deep and all these things like it might not be in your control today of mm-hmm. what place you get to you know yeah. take have minutes or help which team the most right mm-hmm. so all you can do is keep keep doing your thing right yeah, and it'll it comes, fall it into comes place. back to you yeah just whatever you believe you can achieve and once you set your mind to it then i feel like your body will follow if you really want to, if you're really motivated enough and really want that goal then I, I believe you can achieve it so that's kind of just what i think about so random question, do you have any um, game day like rituals or routines that you like have to keep? I wouldn't say I have to keep any because I'm just kind of like I'm, I'm I like to say mentally I'm kind of stronger <laughs> okay. and so like I may say like oh I'm going to shower before <laughs> every game day before I head to the stadium. And then the one day maybe I don't have enough time or whatever the reason that uh, prevents me from taking a shower and then like mentally I'll just tell myself well like normally you do it but it's not a problem like you can still focus on the game you can still focus you still have a lot of time prior to the game where you can kind of just refocus on what you need to do in the game yeah. and after so yeah so you're not one of those that have you know have to have this exact meal at this exact time or so. have to have this so. song playing or whatever <laughs> what are you listening to that when yeah. you have headphones or AirPods in. I have my music, but I kind of switch it up here and there. It kind of just depends on the mood. And then uh, my cleats, I kind of like to yeah. switch my cleats on game days. Okay. That's something. Switch them meaning brand new or worn in a certain amount of times? A little bit of both. You wear actually. brand new cleats on a game day? Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. Because um, a lot of That's guys bold. say, yeah, a lot of guys <laughs> say you have to break in cleats. And I'm, of course, once you break them in, they feel more comfortable and everything. But I, I don't really. I don't really care too much about the whole breaking in. Like, I'll wear them in the game, be just fine, and then kind of save them for whenever I want to wear them next. Okay. I mean, if it's a good cleat, it's ready for you, no, right? exactly. Feels exactly. good new, probably. Yeah. That's it's funny. So, good, you, have you ever changed in the middle of a game? Yes. Yeah. A lot of the time at halftime. Oh, you do? A I'll lot switch, whether that be because of the weather or just because I don't like the way maybe my, my touch on the ball is a little mm-hmm. off, or I might not even be having just the best half, and so I'll just switch them kind of. Just a little, once again, just a little mentality thing like that. And then uh, I would say uh, something else I kind of, it's like little details with me, like yeah. tying my cleats. If I don't like the way the knot looks, <laughs> then I'll re-knot it. Yeah, that's so something it, like or that. feels or something. But yeah. that's, that's important, you know, you gotta, yeah. you gotta have everything just right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's funny. All right, so talking about schedules and stuff, I'm also curious, we're sitting here, you're not on a game day. No. This is a training day or are you off? I'm actually off today, but it'll, typically it will be a training day. Now I feel even more thankful that you're sitting here <laughs> talking to me. I assumed maybe it was a training day when I showed up and then I see you. I'm like, you did not just come off the field. So uh, you're you're definitely not training. So what is a normal, uh, what's a normal off day look like for you? Are you like a video game guy? Are you working out anyways? Are you spending time with family? Like, What are you doing? A lot of the time I prefer to spend time with family. I'm a very family oriented. Like I said, they've gotten me all this way. So I, I really like to uh, kind of just spend a lot of time with them. I love them. So 
spend a lot of time with them here and there i'll play video games i'm not i'm not the best at video games so i kind of pick and choose when i want to play those games you play in fifa or yes i play fifa 2k pretty much all the sports games uh Fortnite, i'm not the best but i'll try to play that uh fall guys that's also in there so yeah all right then on a training day or a game day uh, do you like how long are you up out here training or are you even Arlington or is everything up here in Frisco now? It's typically up here in okay. Frisco. We'll train um, at 830 and, and uh, we have to be here at 715 and then when training starts at 830 we like to be out on the field around 8 o'clock and then training will kind of end around I'll say probably like 1030 latest mm -hmm. but uh, normally it's gonna be at like an hour and a half but yeah, 10.30, kind of 11 the latest, depending on if you want to do kind of individual things. Like that's that's another thing. Like once you come over to FC Dallas, it's just the little details like that that really put you ahead of the rest, like wanting to improve and wanting to kind of excel at the level that you, you are currently on. So then you can kind of take that next step once again. And then we have the staff and the coaches and everything to uh, help us out whenever we need that to really get to the next level so i would say they, they do a good job at helping us they're really this. intentional about that mm -hmm. especially these last several years and it shows right yeah. i think you were the 32nd homegrown signing yes. is that you, do you know that okay yes. so i guess but i didn't know so that's a lot right it just yes. shows that intentionality um mm -hmm. from all those details having the staff and the resources to give you a little extra work here or yep. show you this or change this up here mm -hmm. and to push you along up into the system and yep. keep going I agree. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay, well, it was really nice to meet you and talking to you. I'll be rooting for you. Um, <laughs> and I you. appreciate you on your day off to come up here to Toyota Stadium and sit down and talk to our audience and let us know a little bit about Colin Smith. Yeah, no problem. It was, it was cool. I enjoyed answering all the questions. And just once again, I appreciate you having me. 